This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and thanks for joining me. It's Thursday the 24th of June and here's the latest on travel and destinations from the Green List and the travel desk of The Independent. As I speak, it's still some hours from the traffic light update, so I'll refrain from speculation and talk about it tomorrow. Instead, holidays postponed. Most travel bookings last week were for next year. The Foreign Office has dropped its warning against travel to China and, if I may, a reminder about passport problems post-Brexit. Of course, this podcast is completely free, as is my weekly travel email coming out tomorrow, actually, Friday morning, 7 o'clock. And you can sign up at independent.co.uk forward slash newsletters. Well, what's been going on in the world of people actually booking holidays? Not very much because there is so much uncertainty and lack of confidence out there about where people will be able to go. But the price comparison site Travel Supermarket has been looking at actual bookings that took place from the 13th to the 20th of June. Now, these were people spending real money after they clicked through from the price comparison site. And 53% of bookings, so significantly more than half, were for 2022. And that's even though the peak summer season this year has yet to begin. Add in another 13% who were for December 2021 and that means two out of three bookings are for trips starting over five months from now. It just shows the lack of consumer confidence partly because of the abrupt imposition of quarantine for arrivals from Portugal earlier this month and also of course the fact that there is no indication when countries like Spain, Portugal, Italy, Greece will be taken off the Amber list requiring quarantine on return. Interesting to see what people have been booking for, though. Top five destinations are split between America and Spain. So you've got New York, Las Vegas and Orlando, all very much fun destinations. And then Benidorm and Tenerife. All of those I just love. All of them currently on the Amber list. So I imagine that once we actually get a a definite moving onto the green list for Spain and or the US, we should see a surge in booking. But anybody, and this was me including, who thought that um, there was going to be an autumn surge in bookings because, well, things will calm down in terms of restrictions and so on by September, I predict. And then I thought September, October into November, normally a very, very quiet month, would uh, be really quite a a kind of late summer. But it doesn't look like that. Just one in eight of the bookings last week were for September, October, November. 
So it looks as though people are sitting on their hands and also, as I speak, the schools in Scotland are breaking up, many of them, for the summer with still very little indication of where people might want to or be able to go. 28th of January 2020. Can you remember where you were? Well, I think a lot of people were just starting to hear about a new uh, virus called the Wuhan coronavirus, I recall at the time, um, spreading across uh, China. On that day, the Foreign Office warned against travel to China. And today, 24th of June, so effectively 17 months on, um, that warning has finally been lifted. Uh, right up until well lunchtime today, the view was if you went to China, you were putting yourself at risk because of the high COVID-19 risks. I think Somebody in the Foreign Office has taken a look at uh, relative infection rates, seen that they are 750 times higher in the UK than they are in China and thought, well, this is looking a bit silly. So they've taken China off the no-go list, but the country is still on the amber list with 10 days of self-isolation required for arrivals on the grounds that they may be carrying coronavirus, even though the chances of that seem extremely remote. Now, you, like me, may be poised with, with your hand on the mouse, ready to click through and book a trip as, as soon as we find out where is going on the uh, new green list. And well, I'm not going to speculate, but I'm most certainly doing that. But when you are doing that, be really aware that because of Brexit, passports are not going to be as valid as they might be in the European Union. They're certainly not uh, going to be able to be used to get into a country uh, very shortly before the expiry date. The standard minimum which has been imposed, which I've queried because I don't think that uh, Europe is quite this hard line, is that it has to have at least six months remaining. But then there's the caveat that if your uh, passport was issued for more than 10 years, uh, which many were up until 2018, then that's a great bonus, or it was while we were in the EU, but now we've left. The EU does not recognise documents beyond 10 years of validity. So therefore, for complicated reasons, it could be the case that your passport says it's valid for 14 months um, more, but the person at the airport won't let you check in or get on the flight because they say that according to the EU, your passport has expired. It's an absolute Brexit muddle, but it does mean that you need, before you book a trip, to check the expiry date of your passport. That would be a very good idea anyway, uh, particularly for those pesky children whose uh, passports run out very quickly. And at the moment, the processing time for renewals is round about um, nine or ten days. So that's a pretty good time to apply. Once I think uh, Spain, France, Italy, Greece all open up, then we will see uh, an awful lot more demand. So please get in ahead of the pack. You're welcome. Well, thank you very much indeed for listening. Do subscribe to my weekly travel email, Simon Calder's Travel Week, which is free every Friday morning. You can do that at independent.co.uk forward slash newsletters. For now, goodbye, stay safe, and I will look forward to talking to you tomorrow.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.